Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is evangelist Jason Bartels, uh, but the Bartels is a staff member at Northwest Bible Baptist Church and also an evangelist going around and preaching out at churches, and I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Yes, sir, no problem. I mentioned evangelist, and everybody knows, I think, what an evangelist is and what evangelist does, but I didn't give your title and on staff at Northwest Bible Baptist Church, you are in charge of building and grounds. Am I right? Yes, sir. That is correct. Okay, I didn't know exactly what your official title was. You know, you know, uh, guys in those positions don't usually get a nameplate on a desk because you're not at That's your desk right. long enough, really, to to do anything there. But um, how long have you been working in this particular uh, this this plate in this role at the church? Okay, uh, preacher Gomez originally hired me back in it would have been May of 2016, so that would put us right about seven years now. Mm-hmm. A little over seven years is how long I've been doing it. Uh, primarily, I was brought on uh, janitorial, okay. and that role very quickly transitioned uh, to doing more of the maintenance things, and then after the maintenance, it really transitioned into some of the remodel and construction, different projects that were taken on at the church. So we're going to tackle some of those words that you just talked about. You talked about janitorial, maintenance, and then remodel. Uh, a lot of people understand there's a big difference between janitorial and remodel, but what is the difference between jan- janitorial and maintenance? What, what, How do those things differ, and why do both of those things need to be done at a church? We'll get into all of that in just a little bit, okay. but what's the difference between those two words? Yes, janitorial and the maintenance, is it's a big part of the church, and it's a very, very important part of the church. The janitorial, I view, is more of the cleanliness of the building, walking through, making sure things are neat and in order. As a visitor would walk through your church, that they'll see that, hey, this church is organized, this mm-hmm. church is clean. This church is neat. That's something that they're very comfortable with. Uh, the maintenance side of things is can be very simple as a light bulb. You know, light bulbs in the auditorium okay. not being out, or uh, you know, paint chipping off of some of the walls that need to be addressed and need to be taken care of. Sometimes you'll see uh, dirty fingerprints on the walls that have to be cleaned off. Some of that falls into janitorial, but a lot of that can and transfer over into the maintenance side of things to make sure the building is kept up. Okay, and so obviously as knowing myself as a man, uh, we are not the cl- most clean people. So obviously this is a big role for a man to take place in a, in a church, to be in charge of the cleanliness when men admittedly are not the most clean creatures in the world. Uh, obviously there's a learning curve and you had to gain the eye of the pastor, gain the understanding of what the pastor's looking for. Can you explain in the realm of janitorial maintenance what does the pastor look for? What did you have to learn? What did you have to grow into when it came to that position? Okay, I would say some of the biggest things that I had to learn was to see the building as the pastor sees it, as mm-hmm. primarily, uh, it's really important, obviously, you're working for the pastor, you're hired on for the pastor, and so you need to see the building as he sees it. And I learned very quickly that through Preacher Gomez and also Pastor Cavanaugh, that both of them want you to look at the building as a first-time visitor walking through the building. You show up for the first time on our property, what do you see when you pull in the parking lot? What do you see outside? Trash in the lawn, the grass unkept. Uh, Do you see the trees overhanging the drive too far? All that kind of stuff plays into, okay, I'm a first-time visitor pulling into the church parking lot, walking into the building. Are the rugs vacuumed? Is there handprints all over the doors? It looked like some kid that had ice cream on their hand rubbed it all over the glass door. You know, all of those things, that's all important stuff to look at, especially on the janitorial side of things. Some of that, as we can talk later, go into the maintenance of the building as well as, hey, it's it's necessary to do a remodel in this area of our building. Uh, But primarily the janitorial side of things, you're looking at it as a first-time visitor walking through your building. 
You know, do you smell anything that shouldn't be smelling the way that it is? Mm -hmm. Do you see things that are out of place, unorganized? It doesn't match on the wall. There's a lot of different areas like that that you want to try to look at as the pastor would look at it. Well, certainly we all get used to our own messes. Uh, I've done, you know, church visits before in people's homes. And, you know, the home is disastrous, just stuff everywhere. And they're like, oh, come on in. It doesn't bother them one bit. And I'm like appalled, you know, of right. what the condition of the home is. Yes. And the same thing can happen in a church setting. Even the church members themselves are used to the their own mess and the way things normally look. And a visitor has a totally different perspective. Yes. So are there particular areas of cl- just some stuff, obviously, is every once in a while, painting a wall changing a light bulb, that's just as needed. And right. we could talk about that in just a second. But what's the things that are just, they have to be done daily or have to be done weekly? Um, and obviously it may depend on the ministry, but what are some of those areas that you're constantly checking that are just, you're always, your fingers are always on the pulse of the cleanliness of that area of the building? Okay, definitely. As you're walking through the building, uh, some of the biggest areas to keep in mind of importance would be areas of first contact. You know, you want to make a good first impression. Mm -hmm. So at our building, our front foyer is one of the big areas. Hey, we need to make sure that that is kept up. It's clean. It's neat. We have a lot of nice furniture in there, nice rugs, all of that. You know, we sell ice cream sometimes. We have coffee out there, and there can be coffee stains on the rugs. There can be coffee stains on the furniture. All of that stuff has to be kept up with. Now, it's a nicety that we're able to do that in our church, but at the same time, it can be a janitorial uh, I don't want to say problem, but a, a janitorial responsibility to make sure that mm-hmm. that's upkept and, and clean, as well as we have several restrooms in the front foyer of the building. And sometimes people will go to those restrooms before they go into a service or into Sunday school or into a soul winning meeting, whatever the function is of the church that day. Those are extremely important to keep clean because mm-hmm. if, if you've walked into a truck stop restroom and you've smelt some of the smells that come <laughs> from it and you've seen the way yeah. that they leave those restrooms, it, it's a bad experience. You're fine with never going to that truck stop again or that a restroom again or mm-hmm. restaurant, even if it's a restaurant. And so we don't want people getting that feeling when they come into our church that, man, this, they can't even keep up their restroom. Why would they keep up their uh, you know spirituality or their Christianity? And you know it can really play a part as, as far as the way that they look at our church as a whole. If they can't keep this clean, what else are they not keeping clean? Yeah. Well, in all those areas you're talking about, they're the most used rooms, which means they're the hardest to keep clean. But yes. they are the most used rooms, which means they have to be kept clean. Exactly. And so a restroom, and you're talking about truck stop restroom. I, one, When you said that, one thought came to mind. There's a particular truck stop gas station that has, in my opinion, just a sterling um, uh, reputation. Their, their bathrooms are always so clean. And I love to, to fill up gas here when I'm traveling the country. It's Love's, not a sponsor. Uh, and uh, they just do a great job. And I don't know if you've ever stopped at a Love's or anybody else has, but anytime I go there, it's like, man, I could eat off the bathroom floor in here. It's always so clean, always so kept up. And, and so- it left you with a good impression and willing yeah. to come back. And yeah. that, you may think it's something simple as a restroom, you know, but it, it makes a big difference. When there's two gas stations, same gas price, or even if they are even a little bit more, I'm going oh, there. Exactly. I'm going there. So, right. okay, so you got bathrooms. We've got foyer, obviously, um, children are a huge thing to clean up after. Uh, you have them. Yes, I have indeed. them in my home. We have them in our church. Can you talk a little bit about children's areas? What are the challenges there? 
Okay, there's several different uh, children's areas. Uh, we do have a Christian school, which means a lot of the classrooms are used by children on a day-to-day basis. Okay, yeah. Now, most of that responsibility, as far as the classroom setting itself, does fall on those school teachers to keep up their room and keep it clean. Mm-hmm. But then again, there is, a, going back to those restrooms, there's a restrooms that they use that does fall on the janitorial side of things at the church, and the church's responsibility to make sure those are upkept and neat and clean for each and every day of classes. Mm-hmm. There's also areas uh, that are like the gymnasium. The children use the gymnasium very heavily. It's a recess area. It's a playroom. Saturday Soul Winning uses it for the nursery. Um, There's areas as the nurseries. The nurseries are used for the children. And most of the nurseries in our church are maintained by the ladies of the church who do work in the nurseries. So a lot of that does not fall necessarily under my responsibility to make sure that's kept up and uh, cleaned. But the ladies of the church do a great job at making sure the toys are sanitized, making sure all the trash is emptied. You know, you don't want to leave trash from a nursery yeah. sitting in there over the weekend. That would be very bad for the next service. Mm-hmm. So to make sure and empty get those areas out, to make sure that those are clean for the children when they come back in to play or whatever the next activity is. Those are definitely some key areas for children. Obviously, there's different times of the week where the church, obviously Sunday is a big day. There's going to be a lot of use of the building and um, when do does the building? When do you do? When do we go through the building and clean it? Uh, does is it Saturday nights? Is it throughout the week? Obviously, we have a Christian school setting, but even in the summer when the Christian school is gone, what does that schedule look like? How often do you have to have a cleaner come in and do that task? Okay. So like you said, some of that responsibility does shift and change a little bit throughout the different times of the year, having school and not having school and different things like that. But there are several days throughout the week where we go by a checklist. We have a document that we look at. That way we don't miss anything. Got it. Okay. Because it's important that we don't miss anything. We don't, we don't want to miss a restroom. We don't want to miss one of the toilets or something like that. We prioritize that. And so we have these checklists that we follow. And if we have volunteers helping us, we're able to give them that checklist so they know exactly what to look over. Mm -hmm. There's areas like in the auditorium. You have the pews. People like to shove trash in the cracks of the pews, in in the songbooks, in the songbook racks. The tithe envelopes are messy. All of these are areas that we check on a regular basis. It's done before every Wednesday evening service. Mm -hmm. It's done before every Sunday service. If we have special meetings, revivals, or missions conference, or youth conference, all of these are different times where there's a little bit of a different schedule, but it has to be done every single day. We make sure the songbooks are straightened. We make sure the tithe envelopes are straightened and neat. Uh, Mm -hmm. Our number is five. We keep five tithe envelopes in each songbook rack. We make sure they're straight and neat and in order. Mm-hmm. We make sure there's no trash under the pews. We make sure the carpet looks clean in the auditorium. Going all the way up to the platform, we'll check and make sure. I don't I don't know how other churches do it, but we have a Sharpie mark on the floor where each platform chair and each piece of platform furniture is to be placed, and mm-hmm. we make sure that every one of those are in their place, neat and in order. Uh, sometimes there's a little bowl of mints up on the platform tables. We make sure there's no trash or mint wrappers left over. Uh, the baptistry glass, you know, that's behind the platform, but you make sure that yeah. the baptistry glass is clean. You don't want to see fingerprints and smudges and water stains on that. We make sure that's clean and presentable. All of those things, especially with the auditorium, we make sure that when our guests walk into the auditorium, even our church members, it's not just for the guests and visitors, it's for our church members so that they can come in mm-hmm. and enjoy a clean facility, enjoy something that's neat and orderly, taken care of, well-maintained and manicured, so that they can come in and enjoy the service as well. Let's go outside. Um, you talked about indoor type janitorial stuff, but obviously there's maintenance that takes place outdoors as well. Not talking about you know major landscaping projects, but okay. just 
keeping the grass trimmed and having that eye of the pastor, what's, you know, that is ultimately their first impression when they pull in the drive. It's not the lobby. It's the front area, the front sign area. So what, what have we found that makes us more successful? Um, and obviously even we have better days of success versus others. What helps us be more successful keeping the grounds, um, manicured in the way they should be. Okay. Going outside is definitely a little bit of a different uh, ballpark, if you want to say. Sure. There's a lot that can go into keeping the grounds outside. For example, every Thursday is the day that we cut the grass. We cut it once a week. We cut it every Thursday. We chose to do Thursday only because sometimes there's a rainy day in there. It may rain on a Thursday. It may rain on a Friday and pushes back, but we want to make sure the lawn is at least taken care of before Sunday. Mm -hmm. So if we have Thursday and, and somewhere in there there's a rainy day, it at least allows us the opportunity to make that time up on another day. So there's things that, you know, with the lawn Smart. care as far as mowing, yeah. um, the weed whacking, the trimming, usually that is done at least once every other week. Most of that does not grow back that fast, the way that we trim it and keep it up. A lot of things outside that we've done to make improvements, to make us more successful, is we've added light pole banners on our light poles as you pull into the parking lot. And yeah. we can have the ability to change those out for the different seasons, maybe for different events that we host. Maybe it could be for a missions conference or a revival, our old past conference. There's many different things that we will switch those banners out and they can say whatever we need them to say. Some encouraging message as you're pulling out a Bible verse or something on your way out. Whatever that is, we have the flexibility to change those. And I believe that's added a lot to our parking lot as people pull in. It gives them an impression, a good note, a, a nice word, a, a, a verse of encouragement, something like that as you pull in. That, that has gone a long ways. Another thing that we did a few years ago was the landscape lighting. Uh, the landscape lighting is something that uh, we put in, and it's basically it's an underground light that shines up into our trees, and we have it accent, it's basically accent lighting throughout the property that as you pull in when it's dark, especially in the winter months where we're about to hit the time change, yeah. and it's dark when you come to the church, it's, it's dark when you pull into the parking lot. Well, this really helps lighten it up. It sets the tone for the property when you pull on and you see the lights hitting up into the trees. It's really something to see. It's really, really nice. I believe that has added a lot to it. A lot of times, especially in the summer and spring months, we want to make sure our flower beds are kept up and neat and clean. A lot of that falls on the responsibility of some of the Sunday school classes. We have a flower bed for each Sunday school class, and those Sunday school classes help treat and take care of and maintain those uh, for the most part. There's some that will have to intervene occasionally throughout the year and help keep it clean and neat. Uh, but for the most part, the Sunday school classes take care of that. So I think that handles the, the brunt of what is taking place outside. Well, just an anecdote about that landscape lighting you were talking about. I know that going soul winning, inviting people to church. Oh, we're over on Nestle Road. Nestle Road, where are you guys at on Nestle Road? What are you talking about? Where are we? We're, the church building is no small building, and we have a big sign on the road. How do you not know where we are? But I've noticed that I haven't gotten that comment nearly as much since we've added that landscape lighting. We're out in the country, and you know, people at night, people would easily pass by our church facility with not ever seeing it. And I think that's huge. It just, Indeed. It gives first class, it shouts first class all the way. Absolutely. Another thing that was done uh, along the same time of the landscape lighting, some of it has been done recently, mm -hmm. is around that main sign. You know, some people would drive by our church and say, oh, that, that's the addictions program. They see that sign out in the front lawn sometimes more than they see the big sign that wow. says Northwest Bible Baptist Church. Yeah. And so some of the things we've done up by that sign is some of the trees that we have, they're really, really beautiful trees. They just have begun to get overgrown. And yep. so we have cut back a lot of those trees. We have trimmed them way back so that it makes that sign more visible. Mm -hmm. And, of course, then we changed the look of the sign, gave it a new, fresh look as well. Mm -hmm. And I believe that has helped as well for people to help identify 
what is our building? It, it's, sure. it's not just a RU addictions program. We do have that ministry, but it's a church building. Yeah, and you're once again, you're looking at things as visitors will look at them. And how many times do I look at our church sign? I don't need to. Right. <laughs> I right. know where our church is located. Right. I don't know what the name of the church is. Uh, but it's amazing that people didn't even know that there was a church there, but they did know that we had an addictions ministry. Absolutely. Wow, that's funny. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a lot of this with us. This is just something that every church needs, and we take it for granted that the glass on our front doors are clean until the kids start entering. That's exactly <laughs> they right. They put their grubby hands on it. So make sure you check out the other episodes on YouTube. Make sure you like this episode and that uh, you share this with a friend. Uh, you can also check out the audio-only platforms as well and listen to us there. Thank you so much for joining us.